Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. You're still a fucking asshole. Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Why can't I use my toaster to toast ravioli? Or how about marshmallows? Man, this is bullshit. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags and microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Hi there. This is Fucknut from Two Fucknuts and a Recorder Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone are our favorite podcast ever. Please, go to your friend's computer and download it from there. Go to your church's computer and download it from there. Go to people you don't know and grab their phones and download it on there. These fuckers need all the help we can get. Hello everybody, this is Two Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Well, tonight we'd like to start off with a big thank you to a certain market of ours. It's just exploding i had oh i i knew we, i knew we we're doing good and then rob sends me a message a little bit earlier tonight and i can't believe it um oh my god look at all, all of a sudden we got a ton of hits again um okay um uh, des moines iowa has become our second market next to kansas yep. city and it's over kansas city kansas and less than kansas city missouri i mean i can't believe it like with um I mean, we had that email from there, and, and the guy said that the reason we do so good there is because they don't have any entertaining radio. He might be right. right. He might be right. Very well, could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I find that incredible. And, and, yeah, it is. Yeah, and you just noticed it today because it wasn't like that yesterday. So they're just like... No, no it wasn't. It, it's got to be like one person... Tells another one, and then another one, and then they all get on there and start listening. It's got to be something like that. I just, I just um, we're we're extremely thankful that you guys yes, think enough of the are. show to uh, listen and to tell people. So um, anyhow, pretty cool, very cool. Um, anyhow, my dogs are barking in the background because they're really antsy tonight, and I don't know why. But I, there might be, like, deer out there or something. I don't know. So, uh, anyhow, how's your evening going, Rob? You said something about you didn't get a whole lot of sleep because of a dog or something? Yeah, my son's dog. Oh. She stays in a kennel at night, and my alarm was set to go off at 5, which mm-hmm. normally I get up about 5.15. Uh-huh. Oh, no, about 4.30, she starts 
Oh, I thought it was yeah. a neighbor's dog, the one you're having the problems with. No, okay, that's no, different. That's my different. Son's dog. Okay. Oh, no, that dog ain't here no more. Oh, good, good. That's good to hear. So. Yeah, uh, he, uh, him and a buddy of his went up to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the way back, had a flat tire on the side of the highway. While he's changing the tire, that German Shepherd decides to jump out the window and got hit by a car right there on the side of the highway. Oh, wow. Fuck. Oh, so, yeah, that, that little problem took care of itself. I guess so. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I get for asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm having a little part problem with my Marshall amp. I spoke with Topher. Uh, and uh, anyhow, he said it's a grounding issue. My Marshall amp, you know, I bought the new guitar I was talking about. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. it's a new old guitar, vintage, whatever, you know. And uh, anyhow, my Marshall's making a loud buzzing sound, but the guitar sound will not go through it. So I'm doing all this stuff huh. trying to figure it out, but it's driving me nuts because I can't even tune my uh, Jackson uh, V without without an amp because it just isn't loud enough you know it's a true electric guitar and I can't even tune it because I have tin ear from years of construction I have tinnitus and I cannot right. hear enough to tune my guitar you know by by just listening to it and so I need it to an amp so my electronic tuner that I have the one that I like to use can pick it up so I may, you know, anyhow, I got to figure this amp thing out. It's driving me nuts. But anyhow, I spent a couple hours on it last night. I spent a couple hours on it today, and I don't know. So anyhow, um, I, I'm going to start off with a story here. A, a, 50, a 57-year-old Wisconsin woman was shot in the buttocks when she snuck a handgun into her MRI screening, causing it to go off, authorities said. It happened on June 28th in a Wisconsin. I know this is old, but it just now hit the press for some reason. Because I got this story yesterday. Literally, it just popped up. Oh, no, and it, I, I did a bunch of those. Yeah, and it was a, it's a new story. It is not something that was reported back then, and they're just, you know, uh, following up. It was just reported yesterday. So it happened on June 28th in a Wisconsin hospital and was documented in an adverse event report filed with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Okay, th that report probably came out later, I guess. It was reported yeah. that a patient was brought into the magnet room with a concealed various handgun, the report says. In the process of entering the, the bore, the handgun, the bore would be the opening of the MRI. The handgun was a, a Attracted to the magnet and fired a single round, the patient received a gunshot wound in the right buttock area. The wound was superficial, the report said. The woman had been screened before entering the MRI exam room and answered to no specific questions about weapons, the report says. MRI machines use powerful magnets to take images of inside the body. Patients are warned not to bring metal into the room. As a matter of fact, I cannot do certain types of MRIs because I have a uh, a uh, titanium knee in my left knee. So yeah, they they told me that when I got it. When I got it, they said, "Hey, you ever go get an MRI or anything? You uh, have to tell them." Because they have to do something different, like uh, cover that part of your body or something. I'm not sure what they do, but it will literally take that part and probably rip it out of your body, which would not be good. Probably. Yeah, so. Um, anyhow, this woman uh, 
a list was obtained of the of things this woman tried to sneak into other establishments and rumor has it jeffy x was in on this but i can't prove it okay i got this through other means all right. All right. This is stuff that she tried to sneak into other establishments besides the uh, the great buttocks wound caper through a handgun and an MRI machine. So, okay. She uh, evidently tried to sneak horse piss into her probation officer's office. I guess it didn't work. I know, I know people that have tried that. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, this way, I knew people that tried that. I knew people that tried it too, and they promptly went to jail again. Yes. That's why I'm saying I knew them. Same here. It's funny because this one guy in particular, I, okay, you know him, and I'll tell you afterwards. But he comes up to me and goes, "Hey man, hey, uh, I, I I got this dude. I got this dude that like gets me horse piss." And I'm like, "Man, I go, I don't think that's a good idea." Oh no, it'll work. He told me it'll work. Oh yeah, how much you buy it for? Oh no, thirty bucks. I think he got. I think he got ripped off, dude. I think he got ripped off. I don't think it's going to work. Oh yeah, yeah. I, he said it worked. He he sold it to ten people and it worked. All right then. Remember, I told you. He went to jail. <laughs> so uh, anyhow, after she got out of jail after trying to sneak horse piss in, um, her uh, Van Camp's pork and beans wasn't secure in her back door. It fell out. And a prison guard's foot was broken. And that got her more time. Yeah, yeah. This is when she was in the can for uh, trying to convince them of, uh, you know, of uh, their horse piss was hers. So, um, she tried to sneak a roll of bounty in for her extra flow days. But, you know, I, I don't know. I guess she had to use her regular toilet paper in the can, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well. You know, um, she tried to sneak her spittoon into her cell, but it was forgiven because no one wanted to remove it from her special area. So, you know, I get that, you know, okay. where she where she had it hid, no one wanted to get it. Okay. Uh, understandable. Would you want to get it? No. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, you know what? Carry your spittoon in there all you want. It's fine. Um, her shaving kit was snuck in, but her back shaving has ruined it. Back hair has dulled it up. So she snuck a shaving kit in, but she started shaving her back hairs, and it didn't work. You know, it, it, it dulled it up really bad, so it didn't that, matter. That's what would happen to me. Yeah, same here, same here. Yep. She tried to sneak in her Motley Crue Dr. Phil Good cocaine mirror. She run from a carnival in rural Wisconsin. But it fell out of her can at the last minute, and of course it shattered. So no cake, no Motley Crue, Doctor Feelgood cocaine mirror for her. So oh damn! I know, I know. All the funds taken out. If you can't have a, doc, a Motley Crue, Doctor Feelgood cocaine mirror, what can you have, right? Really? I know, I know. Uh, you know, you're jonesing real bad. You can always lick the mirror, and you know, maybe get a little bit of a tingling. I don't know. You think of the memories. Yep, I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> her autographed Pendulette doll was uh, too soggy to use after she hid it in her body cavity for three days. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah, that. yeah. I, that would I, do it. Yeah, yep, I understand. But as far as an autographed Pendulette doll, I am jealous. I am jealous. How did she get that thing? 
I don't know. Yeah, it'd be nice to have one, wouldn't it? It would come here, yeah. right? I would have it right square center, right next to the killer clown here at the Talk Is Cheap studio. But no, can't get one. And finally, her two douchebags and microphone Rob Rad jigsaw puzzle was stolen by the prison guards. They love the show. Plus, they use it for solitary confinement torture. Well? Well, in that case, I'll send her another one. <laughs> Rob, you are too good. You are too good. You care, Rob. You care. Come on, she she went as far to get one. Somebody stole it. I'll, I'll, yeah, I, Rob, you you are always thinking of people. I commend you. I'm starting to get weepy. I mean, you you just you're once again oh, you come making me a little weepy. You 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 come to bat. You just you're like you know what? I will give her a free jigsaw puzzle, and this is one that we offer um, during the podcast. This is the one of uh, a high resolution Rob Rad in a loincloth in the Amazon jungle in a river. With his arms stretched to the sky, screaming, it, it's it's just it's breathtaking. I can't I look told at you. It was I, a bad day. Oh uh, yeah, I I mean the picture is just immaculate, Rob. Immaculate. And uh, and anyhow, I'm I'm glad that you're going to go ahead and give her another one because I'm sure that she. Yes, I will. Yeah, you know those damn prison guards stole it. <sighs> I mean, what the hell? You can't trust a prison guard. Who can you trust? Right. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I, okay, um, let's see, I don't know, but it just clipped out on me for some reason, the, I don't know what all we got, but okay, if, if, uh, if it shut off before I realized it, here's what happened, okay, um, Rob Rad is going to ask his brother, who works in the penal systems, or who used to work in the penal systems, yeah. what did, how, you know, how she could maybe retrieve her Rob Brad jigsaw puzzle, and then she could have two of them because you're going to send her another one, right? Yeah, I'm going to send her one. I'm going to make sure she gets it. All right, cool. So, Rob, you got anything you want to get to here? Yeah, I got a story off Business Insider. All right, Rob Brad, the, uh, the mic and the floor is hereby yours. British Airways told female cabin crew what bras to wear as its new uniform turned out to have a nearly see-through blouse, the Sun first reported. The newspaper reported that some British Airway crew members had felt humiliated after being asked questions about their bras by passengers. (laughs) <laughs> Undergarments should be plain white or nude with no lace patterns or writing. The official guidance previously said per the sun. That has now been removed after a backlash from the flight attendants union. Um, I think I know who's going to win that one, don't you? I think I do too. <laughs> Yeah, anytime you get them involved, that's a lot of lawyering. So, yep. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, 2023 has been here and almost gone, right? Yes. It it's getting uh, very, uh, very close to the end of 2023 and the beginning of 2024. So, your Google search history for 2023 has arrived. 
So, on Monday, the California-based tech giant released its Year in Search, a roundup of 2023 top global queries, ranging from unforgettable pop culture moments and the loss of beloved figures and tragic news carrying worldwide repercussions. The ongoing uh, Israel-Hamas war topped the trends in 2023 per Google's global data, followed by queries related to the Titanic-bound submersible that imploded in June, as well as February's devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria, all top, uh, all top of the list. Damar Hamlin was Google's top trending person on search this year. A safety with NFL's Buffalo Bills, Hamlin experienced a near-death cardiac arrest on the field during a January game, but has since completed a celebrated comeback. Actor Jeremy Renner, who survived a serious snowplow accident. Do you remember that? That was something else, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he survived a very serious snowplow accident uh, at the start of 2023, followed meanwhile by the late Matthew Perry and Tina Turner-led search trends among notable individuals that passed away. So all of that is pretty much what, you know, I didn't guess them all because I forgot some of the events that happened. But to me, that is pretty much on par with what I thought was going to be the top searches. Uh, there yeah, weren't there yeah, any surprises, like why was that in there? Like sometimes there is. These, these all seem pretty straightforward. So, okay. Um, so, anyhow, those are the top searches of 2023. Um, in looking to the future... I mentioned something about McDonald's, you know, how brilliant they're doing, you know, how they're like splitting up the Cosmax and then the the regular restaurants, like I alluded to or even flat out said last podcast, McDonald's CEO revealed that bigger burgers are on the menu as a fast food giant looks to the future. Fresh on the heels of this week's announcement that the chain plans to open 9,000 new locations worldwide in the U.S. in in the in a number of markets around the world, having a larger burger is an opportunity. Golden Arches Chief uh, Kopinski, the same person that's been talking the whole time, you know, with all the stuff that's been coming out, told CNN Business on Wednesday. We're working on that, he added. That is something that you should expect in the future. Kopinski didn't dish on exactly how much McDonald's is planning to supersize his burgers or when customers can expect to get more beef uh, for their buck. Currently, a McDonald's hamburger patty weighs at 1.6 ounces and comes on a standard bun which is around 4 inches in diameter. The chain's beloved Big Mac, meanwhile, is made with a 1.6 ounce patty served with three sli- um, a three-slice sesame seed bun. McDonald's has already been on a quest to improve the staple menu item, announcing a sweeping overhaul of how its burgers will be cooked just last week that will see more than 50 modi- modifications throughout the burger flipping process. In tandem with a spring ad campaign promising the fast food chain's best burgers ever, the new initiative seeks to make the bun delights more juicy by cooking six patties grilled at a time rather than eight. A move designed to apply less pressure and return more burger patty juices. The prize Big Mac will also be getting more sauce, and the bun will be swapped with a uh, swapped out with a buttery brioche bun. Uh, 
and sesame seeds more randomly scattered to give a home style look among other tweaks however on top of the juicier burgers are high quality buns mcdonald's execs say that they're catching wind of requests for a more sizable offering i mean we've been thinking this for a long time haven't you rob yeah, they need to do. They need to do something. I I never wanted my product cut down to nothing, like the little burger pellets. I mean, if I want a White oh Castle, God. you know, if I want a White Castle, I know where they're at. You know, I can get a White Castle. But the deal is, is this right here? Don't shrink the size of my burger. Don't shrink the size of my bun. You can up the price a little bit. But don't make it these little things that won't even begin to fill you up because then I got to buy five of them and I'm out more money. Make them a regular size burger and I'll get one of them with an order of fries and a Coke and I'm good, right? Yeah. Yeah, but when you start screwing with the burger size, you end up having to buy two or three of them. And then, you know what? I don't like doing that anyhow, so I'll go to a place that has a reasonable si- uh, size burger. So I'm glad that they're kind of figuring this out. And the reason is, is because not like I want to go to McDonald's or nothing, but there's so damn many of them. It's the only franchise that there's four of them on my way to work. There's one Burger King on my way to work. It's horrible. The other one shut down. There's one Wendy's on my way to work, and it's iffy. Um, there's one Sonic, and you don't want to get caught anywhere near that place. I, I mean, you know, McDonald's is the best option. The Taco Bell up the street there is... Uh, spotty you don't know one time you'll get a great meal and then another time it'll be horrible so uh, there's more opportunity for me to go buy mcdonald's like if i'm on my way to work and want to grab some lunch before i go so uh, a better burger for mcdonald's makes the ultimate sense to me because of the convenience and where they're located just everywhere to where uh, there's only one of certain ones you know other restaurants fast food ones and and they're iffy if not horrible so Hey, that's cool. Uh, yeah, let's... yeah. In, in my opinion, if they want to stay in the competition, they need to do something. Rob, I agree with that 100% because I don't think they can stay in the competition without doing something no. like this. No. I mean, they ruined their reputation, and they need to get it back. I mean, really, a lot of people are like me that only go to McDonald's now for iced coffees, uh, frozen Cokes, stuff like that. You don't really go there for food. So, you know, I'm... Yeah, I, I think it's about time. Um, let's take our first break and let's come back with some more bullshit. That sound good, Rob? Sounds good. Okay. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Hmm. If at first you don't succeed, maybe you shouldn't try skydiving. Just a thought. Hmm. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in. Hey, who took a dump in the cooler? And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. What happens if you get scared half to death twice? Hmm. I may never know. Think about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Wild asparagus is plentiful and easy to find. It can be stewed with garlic and onion, which is both wild, which can be easily found, 
in a very tasty post-apocalypse food. You can make this into a delicious stew, and this will hold you over at least for a couple of days until you can find some other food. Brick Shithouse Energy Drink! That's right, Brick Shithouse Energy Drink! Make that food girl! Chew off your balls! You wanna fuck shit up? You wanna fuck shit up? Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. And we are back. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. Yeah, I'm Rob. Um, there's this new thing going in streaming services, and it's called nudity creep. It's like creep and nudity. That's what they mean it like. The new trend in streaming TV is right full... my alley. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with it on my part. The new trend is uh, streaming TV is full on nudity. One of the most popular shows on one of the top streaming platforms, Max is called Naked Attraction. It's a fully, completely naked dating show. One contestant faces six boxes that contain six naked people. Bit by bit, their bodies are revealed, starting from the bottom. The contestant eliminates possible future dating partners based on the body parts they see. They are showing full frontal nudity. You know, guess people are in an uproar. Certain people are. My thoughts are, it's a pay service, right? If you don't like yeah. it, don't don't buy it. It's it's a pay service. So I don't know why people are freaking out on it and talking about this creeping nudity stuff. It's like this: if you buy Max and you know that show's on there, you're probably you you you're okay with it, right? And if you're not okay with it, you don't buy it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's like our show. Yes. If, oh. if you if you're gonna emails and complain don't bother exactly because you have the power at your fingertips you have the right whether you want to listen or not yes and that's you how know, come so. i'll accentuate a couple of bad emails just to counter set all the good ones so people don't think i'm cherry picking them that's the only no, no. reason that's no, the only no, reason I, I, go ahead i, I would just use an example no you no know, it, it's true it's true, though. Yeah. Um, the the thing is, is right there, uh, you know, pe- the, that one guy that keeps telling us to quit, it's easier for you to stop listening. <laughs> so, but, but, but if you notice, he keeps coming back. Exactly. Which means he's still listening. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think it's so funny. Unless it's just someone playing a joke on us and digging at us, which it very well could be. If that guy is really, if he's really that upset by us, I, I, you know, and he keeps listening, he's the one doing it, not us. No one's making him listen to our crap. You know, there's like 10, literally millions of other podcasts out there. Literally millions of other podcasts. So, you know, you taking the time to find ours and then rag on it is actually kind of a compliment if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I how, take it as one. How come he didn't name the other million podcasts? 
but then again, he may he may send them an email too. Who knows? But <laughs> anyhow, yeah, that's a great example, Rob. If you don't like it, don't yeah. subscribe to it. Yeah. You can even go around and motherfuck it. Who cares? Everyone has a right to their opinion. And I also have the right hey. to think that you are a, a, a clown. Do what? What'd you say? Hey, to be honest, I, put, I wouldn't watch the show either. No, I wouldn't either. It doesn't sound yeah, like something uh, very interesting that, to me. That, that is no way to get a date. No, no, no. And look, like this, if you want porn, that's probably not exactly porn, right? No. No. Okay, so even the porn people aren't going to watch it because it's like, uh, nah, you know, they're, they're nothing really juicy in there. It's just people naked. Yeah, well, no, they're, they're going to be looking for up-and-coming actresses. Yes, that's right. The only reason people are on that show is because they have an ulterior motive. And, and yeah. it, I, I would think, right? I don't think anyone yeah. else in their right mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone else in their right mind would do something like that, do you? Yeah. Well, yeah, who knows? Does. There's a show about it. Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> All right, uh, moving right along, we have a a child driving a stolen forklift truck hits ten cars doing a police chase in Michigan. Sounds like my All kind right. of kid. I like that man. Yeah, a little bit of spunk. Yeah, jump in a forklift, start fucking going. A 12-year-old boy driving a stolen forklift truck led police on an hour-long chase, smashing 10 cars during the pursuit. The truck was stolen from outside a middle school in Ann Arbor, Michigan, the police department said. Police were called to the school around 6.45 p.m. on a Saturday and later found the boy driving down the road without headlights on. Oh, even better. Even better. Not only did he steal this forklift and start driving down the road, but he's like, I'm not going to turn my headlights on either, bitch. Watch this. <laughs> That's so, right. didn't even know it had headlights. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Uh, forklifts do have headlights. Yeah, they do. Yep. And they also have seatbelts. People that aren't around one don't know. They have seatbelts that won't start unless you put them on. So oh, what, yeah. So what we used to do is we would attach the seatbelt and then sit on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's where ours are. Yeah, yeah. So, anyhow, OSHA, you see OSHA coming through, you jump off that bitch and act like you uh, took it off. But other than that, who oh, cares? Definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. that's like a $25,000 fine, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a major fine. That that would get the uh, that would get the powers that be in an uproar if you got one of them. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. So this dangerous situation was finally resolved a little over an hour and 10 smashed up vehicles later. No word on charges and the child's exact age or a motive. So all I know was a small child, don't know the age, and don't know why he thought he could do this or why he wanted to do this. So... Yeah. He was a kid. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Rob? You're right. Nothing. He is a kid, and it looked like fun. That's he all. It wasn't taking nothing. That yeah, that's all it takes. Kind of like a, huh? I'm bored. Hey, look at that thing. I wonder what yeah. I I wonder what I can pick up with that damn thing. Look at those things on that man. Look at those forks. Cool. Yeah, I get it. Um. Anyhow, uh, before we uh, do, you have some more stories you want to get to, Rob? Yeah, I got another cool little story here. All right. Uh, 
Kenneth Dotson and younger brother Axel visited the birth home of Dr. Martin Luther King in Atlanta to take a picture. For a moment, I know, I know like this story. Go ahead. It's cool. Yeah, for a moment, it was like the retired New York City Police Department officers were back on the job. Someone called out that a woman had tried to burn down the late civil rights leader's historic home. What do you think? Should we chase her? Axel Dotson asked his brother. Yeah, let's get her, Kenneth said. Soon the pair had captured the alleged arsonist and brought her back to the scene. You know, I made a collar with my little brother, Kenneth Dotson said, at an NYPD ceremony honoring the Brothers with Outstanding Citizens Awards. That's pretty cool, man. That is very cool. They had him on the news a couple of times, and they're just regular guys. And, and you know, they're just down there, you know, yeah. on vacation. And this shit happens right in front of them. And they're retired yeah. New York City police. <laughs> it is like and, a... And, and to be honest, being brothers, they probably never made a collar together. Probably not. To be honest. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, so this was like their first one together, and, you know, and they're both retired and, you know, and out of that business. And, (laughs) yeah, what a cool story. I love that story. Yeah, I I ran across it just a while ago. I'm glad you reported it because I never bothered to report it. I don't know why, but I'm glad that you reported it because it really is a good story and it needed it. Um, All right, uh, let's. uh, okay, I'm going to give you a uh, choice here, Rob. We're not going to do them both, but we'll do one of them. Um, we have food wars. Yeah, one food versus another. Or we have alternative insults. Which one do you want? Let's go food wars. All right, sounds good. Let's take our second break, and we'll be right back with food wars. Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. All right, we'll be right back, guys. Next up, things overheard in hell. Next up, things overheard in hell. season of the year. Baseball begins tonight. of the year. Yay. Begins tonight. Yay. This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Somewhere in the heavens, your great Grammy Gertrude is crying because her little Bebo is listening to this film. Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off the day with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Oh Oh, shit. shit. What's What's that over there? there? 
Oh, oh no. It's this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Want to hear a joke about paper? It's terrible. <laughs> Two Shirley Temples and a bottle of scotch will be right back. Now, from the makers of the Who Bit My Asshole board game comes the Rob Rad Jigsaw Puzzle. That's right, put Rob back together. This brilliant glossy photo of Rob wearing a loincloth in a rainforest is the perfect stocking stuffer. Order now and get a free butt plug keychain. All right, two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Well, uh, Rob decided for us. He was very, uh, very nicely. I asked him um, what we wanted to do next, and he said that food wars sounded good to him. So here, yeah, yeah. It, it does sound good actually. And the alternative insults we'll probably do on the next podcast. So, anyhow, yeah. So if you guys think this sucks really bad, I'll give you reason to tune back in, right? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for Des Moines, <laughs> man, I can't believe the numbers, Rob. Thanks for letting me know that, yeah, man. That's crazy. I just started tingling when I seen the numbers jump like that. I'm like, shit. We, I mean, besides Kansas City, our home market, we got a market that we're just killing in. It, it's yeah. And that, and the percentage. The percentage is what gets me. And oh wow. I I can only imagine in two years where that might be at. I, I mean, really? and anyhow, yeah, it's very cool and very humbling. I mean, it's right, to think that people like your art that much to go grab it and, and and take an interest in it to go get it and listen to it is the highest compliment I think I could uh, I could get. You know, so yeah. um, anyhow, so all right. First off, we have tuna versus salmon. I think, myself, talking it out, I'm going to go with salmon because salmon jumps up. And I, yeah, I, I was going to go with salmon also. Yeah, and also it's, uh, tuna, I'm not sure, tuna might be a little bit bigger fish, but I think salmon has more agility from jumping up out of their streams to spawn that I think a salmon could like jump up on it, on its back and just like, beat the hell out of a tuna without a tuna even knowing what to do. Yeah. So, so is it salmon? so, too. It's salmon? That's what we agree with? Yeah. Okay. And also, salmon is kind of a reddish meat, a reddish-pink kind of a meat anyhow. So, I mean, that right there means it's like hot-blooded, right? Yeah. So, and also, they get eaten by bears. So you got to be one hell of a fish for bears to, like, Come to a stream and grab you when you're flying up. So, all right, salmon it is. This next one, I don't know. Oatmeal versus cream of wheat. To me, that's a toss-up. We can always send it to Topher if we can't figure it out. Oatmeal. Okay, why is that, Rob? Oatmeal, like, bigger flakes. Cream of wheat, just like little. Oh, and also oatmeal clumps, yes. Baby rice. Okay. Okay, I can go with that. All right. Oatmeal it is. It, it just blanketed it. You're right. 
Yeah, oatmeal would smother it. It's thicker, and it could jump on top of it and smother it like a blanket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. This next one, I think I've got a favorite, but then I had to think about it a little bit more, and I think you're going to come to the conclusion I did. Um, okay. French onion dip versus pimento spread. You see, pimentos are mean little bastards that give a lot yeah, of snap, right? The pimento. But French has onion in it. But, oh, no, 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 hang on. It's French. It's going to give up. Right. Pimento spread it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the next one. Cheddar versus Swiss. Swiss has holes in it. Yeah. Cheddar does cheddar. not. Cheddar. Okay, especially if it's char- uh, if it's sharp cheddar. Sharp cheddar yes. would beat the hell out of Swiss, no problem. One hand behind its back, blindfolded. So even then, if it's just regular cheddar, I still think because Swiss has holes in it, that cheddar could just like murder it and there's nothing Swiss could do. Swiss would put up a flag and go, I give, and cheddar would be like, that's right, bitch, you give, and then it'd be on its yeah, way. Yeah, cheddar's got different personalities. I, yes, I agree. Cheddar, you yeah, got to watch out for it, cheddar. You don't turn your back on cheddar. No. Cheddar will you snap at you. Exactly. Cheddar will snap at you and like just fucking start choking you out for no reason. Cheddar will start drinking and all of a sudden throw a bottle at you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cheddar could also slice you too. I think Cheddar would uh, carry a knife when it a switchblade. Yeah, the sharp would. Yeah, yeah the sharp extra Cheddar. Sharp. Extra sharp. Extra, extra sharp would have a blade, and you don't fuck with extra sharp. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Pickle reddish, relish, not reddish. Pickle relish versus sauerkraut. Mm-mm. I'm going to say sauerkraut just because it's sour. I think I would have to give that a sauerkraut. Yeah, sauerkraut's a little bit thicker and more uh, porous. Uh, um, um, yeah, it's, sa- it's sour. I don't, I don't think it takes a lot of shit, do you? Nah, I don't or, think so. Where pickle relish is just like, sauerkraut's kind of standalone unless you, you know, but pickle relish you put on a hot dog, you know, but you also, you don't just put pickle relish on it, you got to put other condiments on it. So I think just by a standalone, sauerkraut gets it. So, okay. Sauerkraut it is. Next one. Steamed vegetables versus a garden salad. Now, a garden salad to me doesn't have croutons, doesn't have cheese, nothing. It's just a salad. It doesn't even have salad dressing on it because it's just a garden salad. So, I'm going to have to go with steamed vegetables because of the bulkiness. I think steamed vegetables could jump on top of a garden salad and hammer away, and I think the garden salad would lay there flat and limp. Yeah. Pretty much? Yeah. All right, steamed vegetables, take that round. Oh, speaking of this, um, did, real quick, I'm going to interrupt this. Did we figure out when we're going to do our next Harry Asshole Olympics? I was thinking Saturday. Okay, I'm going to have to come up with a list here then. Okay. I haven't got to my list yet. I just While I was thinking about it, I was like, I better ask, because I don't want you throwing out a list on me, and then i got to scramble and, you know, to get something. All right, I'm going to start well, working, I'm well, gonna start working we, on my we, list. We tentatively agreed to Saturday. 
Okay. Well, I still if need to you start. Need to put it off a day or two. Just let me know. Okay. So I need to uh, I need to start working on my list either way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one: crab rangoon versus onion rings. Now, onion rings have been in battle before, and they've won. But crab rangoon has not. I almost want to go with Crab Rangoon. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think the four legs of it would just grab a hold of that onion ring. And onion rings has a hole in it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think a Crab Rangoon could probably beat up an onion ring. Um, well, it, it would just grab it with all four arms. Yeah, and just toss the onion ring. And yeah. Just hold it still. You know what? You're right. And then your ring would have to lie there because a crab rangoon has four little things where it can, like, hand like things where it can hold it down. And your onion ring just kind of, there's nothing on your ring can yeah, do. It was, yeah, it wouldn't go nowhere. Okay. This next one puzzles me because I, I really don't know which way to go on it. So if you got the decide mode, that's fine with me. Ravioli versus breaded okra. I'm leaning towards breaded okra, but I'm not for sure. Ravioli? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's ravioli. Spices. Ooh, okay. And, and also, if it's toasted ravioli, then that's a pretty tough little thing there. They get really hard and crisp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to say toasted ravioli and toasty, toasted ravioli with the spices and the, and, the, uh, and the crunchiness would beat breaded okra. So, okay. Yeah. Next one, club sandwich versus BLT sandwich. Now, regular club sandwich has uh, bacon on it, doesn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, shit. I'm going to go with a club sandwich because there's more to it. There's more meat to it. It's yeah, thicker. Yeah, I, I think that's where i got to go, too. Oh, and also, I've got a really good point here. A club sandwich usually has a large toothpick through it. Now, the club sandwich could yes. take the toothpick yes. out and jab the piss out of the BLT sandwich. Yes. All right. Club sandwich takes the BLT. Next one. Mixed berry smoothie versus vanilla milkshake. I'm going to go with milkshake. Mixed berry smoothie versus a vanilla milkshake. A mixed berry is like a kai berry. Yeah, uh, the milkshake would be thicker. Yes. Yep. Yep, and also it's a dairy product. Uh, I, I, Yeah, I think, uh, and that is the end of it. So I think we both went with milkshake on that. So milkshake it yeah. is. All right. So, Rob, you have something you want to get to? Or um, I got some stuff here. I got a little baseball story here. Oh, well, let's hear it. Jeff Payson of ESPN reported that the veteran reliever, Will Smith, is leaving the Texas Rangers to sign with the Royals. Smith will be getting a one-year contract with $5 million with the potential for another $1 million in incentives. This is a reunion for the 34-year-old Smith who played the first two years of his MLB career in Kansas City from 2012 to 2013. 
Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, and they traded him for prospects that never really did anything. That's the story of the Royals' lives. Well, uh, he's coming back. All right. Well, good. Uh, how old is he? Thirty-four. Yeah, he's a lefty. Okay, we'll see how much left in the tank. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Well. All right. Cool. Um. Now for the too stupid to live department, Rob. Also known as the slow gazelle. The slow gazelle is one that gets eaten in the wild because it's too slow. The lion catches up and gets it. Well, this is the same here. All these people are the slow gazelle that I'm getting ready to mention. In Venice, tourists flip a gondola ride after they refuse to stop taking selfies. The gondola operator kept informing the passengers that all of them on the on the bow of the deck with their arms extended would lead to the boat turning over. The slow gazelles kept taking selfies until the boat flipped over. You know, too bad there aren't any crocodiles or hippos in the uh, Venice canals. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know why so many people fall overboard on a cruise ship. Is because they're stupid. Yeah, you know, you have a couple of drinks in you and nothing bad is going to happen to you. You're invincible. No big deal. Oh, hell yeah. I can do this all night long. Watch me. Yeah. Next thing you know is, hey, 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 where'd Jimmy go? I don't know. Reenacting re- re- the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Only I'm not jumping out to save anybody. Hell no. Nope. You know what I'm doing is I'm ordering another drink from the bar while I tell somebody there's someone out there screaming. I, I go to the bartender, hey, uh, you have a radio on you, don't you? Yeah. Well, uh, you might tell security there's somewhere over on the uh, on the sea, sh- on the sea side of the ship, um, screaming, um, you know, trying to get a lifeboat, you know, and, and try to get back on the boat. Um, anyhow, I'll take a banana daiquiri. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm going back to drinking. Dumbass, he could sit in the water for a while and hope they get him. Yeah. So, um, there was a little thing that happened, uh, Euro 2024 draw disrupted by sex noises. The draw is like uh, their uh, how their soccer gets picked, right? Right. Okay. Lewd sounds could be uh, heard as Switzerland were named in the same group as Scotland, Hungary, and the host, Germany. There were numerous sex sex noise interruptions throughout the whole event. This was uh, the workings of an internet prankster and uh, and a uh, cell phone. Said uh, there is no suspect so far, but I guess during this whole broadcast, there was someone getting on there, and they uh, and they were um, broadcasting all these lewd sex noises while they were trying to uh, draw, uh, you know, these. these uh, different divisions for people <laughs> for the for the teams so whoever did that i salute you i think that's awesome yeah i do too yep but meanwhile scientists make uh vr virtual reality goggles for mice so they can feel what it's like to get attacked by a bird upon notice uh, noticing this uh the simulated bird of prey the mice ran faster on the treadmill but some mice froze. You know, I could have saved them a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of billion dollars. Okay, the slow mice are dinner. The faster mice are the ones that lived on to reproduce. The end, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty much what I thought. 
um, giant hawk comes down, mice starts running. Why does mice start running? Because mice aren't that dumb to where they don't protect themselves. They'll look up and try to bargain with them with it. Hey, 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 uh, how about if you go eat a squirrel or something, man? Leave me alone. They know that their only hope of survival is to outrun the bird. Why they had to spend a couple of billion probably on this, or a couple million at least, to find this out, I find reprehensible. Because it is just exactly what everybody thought. The smart mice ran and they lived on. The dumb mice were eating. They were eating and that was it. So, why they needed... Uh, well, I think I know why. Because it gives people jobs. It gives people money yeah. that went to uh, school for some sort of degree. And, a lot of money. Uh, yeah, yeah. And why we waste money on that and uh, people are starving in America is also reprehensible. So, um, remember a while back the new words from the New Urban American Contemporary Dictionary? Remember, these are the guys yeah. that, uh, that were saying that if you are a millennial or a Gen Zer, this is like your Bible. Not the other urban dictionary. As for the boomers and the Xers, if you want your real new words, you come here. And they've been shaking their tiny little fists in the air, want everyone to recognize them as the authority on the Zers and the millennials. And it's so hard to find this stuff. I have to do so many searches that it's not getting any traction because it's so hard to find on Google. But as far as I know... The name of it is the New Urban American Contemporary Dictionary, is what they call it. And it's all online, like the Urban Dictionary. And these are these new words that they say that they came up with that is exclusively, exclusively for millennials and Zers. Is what they, this is what they tout, and this is what they brag. So they have a list of new words that I find is just... Um, it, it, I don't think it's that good, and it's very predictable, but I will give everybody the opportunity to judge for themselves. Does that sound fair, Rob? Yes, it does. That sounds fair. Okay. All right. The first word that they have of the new, I guess it would be the 2024 new words that they're bringing in the new year with, I guess, the way I read the article. So, flushworthy. When a person is dying for attention, and it's obvious... That chick on TikTok is flushworthy. I've, I don't know. Didn't do anything to me. Did it do anything to you? No, no. I think it was rather boring, benign. Nah, nah. Okay, flushworthy. Uh, um, okay, all right. Next one. Toasted gravy. When someone tries a new recipe that pretty much failed. My toasted gravy is horrible. I guess I should have been more precise. Okay, I kind of see that one. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's not bad. And I guess, you know what? Okay, I got to grade this a little bit more fairly. Flushworthy, I think what they're saying is, is you flush it down the stool because it sucks. So I could see that oh, one. Oh, I thought you were saying flushworthy. No flush. E no flush worthy. I just got to thinking about that, and I got to be okay. true. That that actually probably is a pretty good word. Okay, so two of them are not bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Flush worthy. Now that 
Yeah, flush worthy. Yes. And Pryor went out there, heard flesh too. That's probably the way I'm saying it. Flush worthy, like a toilet flush. That was the first one. Then toasted gravy. I get that one. Yeah. The next one is groove boots. Like grooving, groove boots, like boots what you put on your feet. When someone gets up and starts dancing well, but nobody could guess the person for a dancer, let alone a good one. So, in used in a sentence, Matt sure is showing his groove boots tonight. I like that one. Okay, I could see that one. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Hey, man, look, someone's got their groove boots on. Hey, hey, look at Billy over there. He's, yeah, he's got his groove boots on. Yeah, I get that. All right. Well, so far, uh, New Urban American Contemporary Dictionary, you're doing pretty good. When I didn't think you were. You see, I glanced all this stuff over before I downloaded it and printed it, and I didn't really get to go into it that much. But now talking it over with you, it's, I guess they're not as bad as I thought they were. Not this time. Uh, Yeah, the last ones were horrible. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is the same one. This actually, I mean, I mean, it could be another group just claiming to be the Gen Zers and Millennial stuff. Maybe it's a big gag that I'm not in on. I don't know. But I, I don't know. Next one, Slice-O-Matic. When someone walks straight into the an obvious insult. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get sliced up. Automatic means it's just like yeah. it's just automatic. You walk in, you're sliced up. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. Let's see. Is that it? Oh shit! It didn't all download. Oops. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It didn't all download. I'm gonna have to. I'll tell you what. Um, I will um, download the rest of it and have it to you next podcast. I'm sorry. There's like there's like seven or eight more of them, and I don't have them. Okay. okay. I just got slice-o-matic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Rob, well, I'm unprepared. That is, that is a good one, after all. <laughs> yeah. I just got slice-o-matic. Okay, um, you got something you want to... Here you go, here's another interesting one. Thank you for saving me, Rob, go ahead. You're welcome. During during an auction held by the Rock Island Auction Company in 2022, the blaster Harrison Ford used when portraying Han Solo in the first Star Wars movie, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, Sold for one million fifty-seven thousand five hundred dollars, breaking a world record. The sale wow. will be featured in the Guinness Book of World Records 2024 under the most expensive prop gun sold at auction. Wow! That's okay, cool. That is very cool. Um. Thank you for that story. I got one thing to wrap this podcast up with here. Um, some of the old sayings that we say, the meanings behind them. I've been doing this periodically, and right. I, I have more that I'm going to get to, but I'm going to do like four or five um, every every now and then episode because I think these are cool, but I don't think we need to be overcrowded with them. I think it gets boring. So uh, the number one one is turn a blind eye. 
You've heard that, right? Yeah. To ignore something deliberately, it comes from the na- the naval hero Horatio Nelson, who per- who pretended not to see a signal to withdraw from a battle by putting his telescope to his blind eye. So that, yeah, there's like a lot of a uh, lot of in depth to us that that we had no we had no idea, right? Because turn the blind yeah. eye kind of explains itself, but it didn't really explain where it came from because this is a little bit more in depth. Yeah, but, see, I I always enjoy these. I do too, and I have a bunch more. Like I said, I, maybe I'll do like ten on each episode. Then so maybe I misjudged how entertaining they are. Okay. White elephant, a useless or un- unwanted possession. It refers to the ancient practice of some Southeast Asian kings who would give a rare albino elephant to a, uh, a courier they disliked. As the animal was too scared to be put to work, but too expensive to maintain. So there. Okay. It's too afraid to work, but too expensive to maintain. So you'd have to figure out what to do with that animal. So I guess that was like a big deal back then. <laughs> so, yeah, I bet it would be. Yeah, so there you go. Crocodile tears. Fake or insecure expressions of sorrow. It derives from the medieval belief that crocodiles shed tears while devouring their prey. I actually heard that one before. And I didn't think it was I true. Heard, yeah. I, I thought it was just, I thought it was folklore. I didn't think it was true. So. Okay. Die Hard. And this is the last one. Someone who resists change or refuses to give up. It originates from the 57th Regiment of Foot of the British Army, who earned the nickname the Die Hards for their fierce fighting at the Battle Albura. In 1811. Okay, that one was kind of boring. So, anyhow, um, let's see. Let's see, is there any more? kind of interesting if you're a history buff. Yeah, yep. Oh, no, I have a couple more here. Resting on laurels. To be satisfied with past achievements and not make any further efforts. It alludes to the ancient Greeks who awarded laurels wreaths to victors in athletic and poetic contests. That's cool. Uh, okay. Read the Riot Act. This is one I want to know where it came from. Yeah. To warn someone that their unacceptable behavior will not be tolerated. It, refer, it refers to British law passed in 1714 that required a magistrate to read a proclamation before dispersing a crowd of more than 12 people who were unlawfully assembled. So they literally read them the Riot Act. Makes sense. Okay. Yep. Paint the town red to have a wild and exciting time. It comes from an incident in 1837 when a group of young aristocrats vandalized the town of Melton Mowbray Mowbray in England by painting its buildings signs and uh, toll bars red. Another good one. Okay. So I guess to we would have done. Yeah, it does. Hell yeah. Unless we ran out of red paint, then we'd use anything. I guess they they right. anything we get our hands on. Yeah, they were kind of like uh, they kind of had it together. They did not run out of red paint, and I salute them. Running amok. 
This might be a good one. To behave in a frenzied or violent manner. It stems from the melee word amuck, which means to attack furiously. It was used to describe a condition among melee warriors who would go into a murderous rage under the influence of drugs or a personal insult. Wow. I didn't know running amuck meant that much in depth, did you? Uh, I didn't either. Yeah, fucking murderous rampage. <laughs> now, whenever I say run into muck, I'm going to kind of feel bad. I'm going to go, well, they weren't really in a murderous rampage. I don't know if I should have used that. But hell, nobody nobody knows what it is. The only people that knows what it is are the people who just listen to us, right? Yep. Unless they're one of those weird history buffs that remember everything. Uh, because I've known a few of them in my life, and they're like, oh, you know where that came from? Um, you're kind of using that wrong. I'm like, actually, I don't give a shit. What the, I only want to know where it came from. I'm still going to use it. Right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, everybody, this is the end of this podcast. Thank you all for listening. Um, you guys uh, have a fantastic evening. You got anything, Rob? Everybody have a great day tomorrow. Yep. It should be good weather. Bye. Yeah. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 